0: Memory, the podcast about movies, memories, and refreshing beverages. I'm Eric Fell. And I'm Jason Dedrick.
1: And I'm Vicki Van.
0: We're going to be talking about 1984's The Terminator, directed by James Cameron, Acknowledgement to the Works of Harlan Ellison. There we go. <laughs> Legally, we had to say that.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So, Terminator. Yes. Yeah. Um, what are your memories of like first seeing... Terminator. This is one of those movies that I've seen like a whole bunch of times.
1: I don't think I've, I saw it until I was in my 20s working in a video store. Um, I remember really liking it. Um, I'd, I'd, seen, I'd seen it after T2. So it was like, let's go to the beginning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was of its time, like technically. The, but the special effects were quite impressive. For 1984, like yeah, I've seen far worse from 1984 <laughs> effects. Even now, they kind of strike me as quite good. Well, yeah, especially um,
0: for the low budget that it had.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, like it was
0: a, it was you know, Cameron came from the Roger Corman school of yeah. filmmaking,
1: but he so. got Stan Winston to do his special effects, so he knew what he was doing. Oh
0: yeah, oh, oh my gosh, that <laughs> yeah. Stan Winston! I tell you, yeah, what a
1: talent! Yeah, Amazing I hope, stuff. We, hope he goes somewhere.
0: He, yeah, yeah. I wanted to
2: win any awards. <laughs> well, this is all stuff that I want to hear because, as you know, I am a pointless contrarian. <laughs> and so, uh, the first time I saw Terminator was this morning.
1: Oh wow! <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, it's a great
2: morning movie. <laughs> it, was. You know,
0: it certainly isn't a movie you want to watch at
2: night with your cool LED lights going. That's not what I did. That is exactly what I did. Oh, you want to give the cat its asthma medication? <laughs> And then get yourself all cozied up for Terminator. And so as a pointless contrarian, as you may know, but I'll give you the backstory, somebody said, oh, you got to go see it. Arnold's in it. And I went, no. (laughs) I haven't seen anything because Arnold's in it. Because Arnold is a joke. And the only reason you put Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie is because you got nothing else to do. You're right. I had this... So, at no point did you think the only reason you put Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie is because you want to make millions and millions of dollars. Yes, which I acknowledge freely that Arnold is great, but he's awful, right? (laughs) He's a prop piece, he's fantastic. He
1: doesn't have the range of. of He's not going to play
2: Albert Einstein. (laughs) If you said, I need an Austrian actor to play Albert Einstein. Sorry, I would pay for that. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you would.
0: We all would. He's MC Squid. and uh, could I could I uh, could I hot take this? He didn't have the range. I've seen some of his later stuff. I he's you know in his in his uh, uh, as
2: he as he's grown older. I think he's grown as a performer. Yes, I think you're right. I think he has. I haven't seen all of his stuff, but at the time, as a pointless contrarian in 1984, <laughs> I was no way I was going to see this. And probably my brother liked it. I probably had another another reason to not go for it. And so as it started up this morning, I was I was dragging my heels. And I said, oh, I see it. And here he comes. He's nude. He comes over to some punks. Bill Paxton. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, surprise Bill Paxton cameo. That, that, did, did that? Did you go, okay, I'm in. It's Bill Paxton. And what does he say? What does he say? What, the one punk says, what's wrong with this picture? And I said, I'm about to let you know. And then I loved the movie. Holy cow. It just tickled me all the way through. This is a magnificent film. And I'm admitting it here on tape for all of you. You contrarian to the contrarian. I did. Yeah, that's
0: that's what happened.
2: That's it. So I want to know more and more about it because I thought is it uh, I thought it was going to be somehow shaky. It was going to be grainy and shaky and crummy looking, and it is so smooth. A lot of that early stuff where the where the action stuff is happening. It's brilliantly shot, and I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm loving this movie, and I don't want to, but I'm going to have to admit it in four hours to all my friends.
1: Would you like it more if it was Kevin Kline as the Ter- Terminator? No. Nope. He was, you need he was to... in the running. What <laughs> <Almost>. was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Holy cow. And uh, Stallone, he would yeah. be more of a yeah similar type, but. Kevin Klein. <laughs> well, that is In interesting. And out. It is interesting yeah. that you
0: bring that up because uh, Kevin Klein would not stand out as much as Schwarzenegger. Yes. and the T eight hundred is meant to be an infiltration unit. It's like, okay, there's a, you know, and and everybody in the future, in the post-apocalyptic future, they're starving, they're scrounging (laughs) for food, there's rats and all this stuff. And then, hmm, who's, who's the, uh, who's the one who's not, who's not fitting in? There's the, uh, oh, hi, hey, uh, uh, skinny Steve, hey, hey, skinny Maggie, Uh, hey, starving child, hey, 250 (laughs) pound ham. (laughs) Well, the the
1: infiltration unit they use in the flashback is also a bodybuilder. Yes. So he's also huge. Yes, because <laughs> yes.
0: it's the same model. So it's the yeah. same endoskeleton. Yeah. It's a different paint job. Yeah. Yeah. They went for the undercoat with Arnold. <laughs> um, my memories are uh, VHS. I it, When this came out on VHS, it was in the times. You could walk into a video store as a child, unsupervised, and grab any movie you want, and they would let you take it. <laughs> yeah. It's a business right. model. That's, yep. Right. That's how I saw Blade Runner. That's how I saw this. And I loved it, and it became sort of a staple of my VHS. Watching as a little kid, and uh, excuse me a moment. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, and I remember getting when Terminator 2 came out, I remember getting a double VHS set Mm -hmm. of Terminator and Terminator 2, and the box had um, remember the 3D holographic stickers? It says Arnold's face, and then then, like you turn the box, and it's the endoskeleton. (laughs) Um, It did teach me a lot of things. It did teach me when I was little the difference between endo and exo. Okay. Endoskeleton, Terminator. Exoskeleton, aliens. There you go. There you go, because you got the power loader and aliens is the exoskeleton. But, um, yeah, I mean, I even saw this before Terminator 2 came out. I went to my dad. uh, I asked my dad to take me to a midnight show of Terminator at Guilford. And... It was great because you know he goes and he just sleeps, right? But I'm like, <laughs> you know, for like maybe my second midnight show ever, young enough that my dad has to drive me. Right. And I watched it, and my dad watched the first 15 minutes. There's that bit where he's naked, uh, off the top. Um the uh, Schwarzenegger, not my dad. And <laughs> it uh, was Guilford, so when he it was Guilford, yeah, yeah, it was Guilford, it was it was 90. It was 90. Um and because I'd only ever seen it on VHS, I hadn't seen it in the theater, uh, the, it was very, very crisp and clear what was going on, and you could fully see Schwarzenegger's thing. Oh, dear. Yeah, I was I was, just, and my dad was just starting giggling. We're like, whoa, and then I'd never seen it since, and then when I, I never, like, every other time I'd watch the movie, it's like, oh, okay, no, it's, it's too dark, it's too dark, but boy, did they, that Blu-ray remaster, I'm just like, I'll know, I'll know it's, 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 how embarrassing! Oh. Hi, this is Jim Rockford. Leave a message. All right. All right. Uh, no, no, uh, cool. uh, did, did you did you just leave it unanswered and there's just somebody on the other end?
2: No, I hit that side button that shuts it down. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Um,
0: but yeah, I watched the Blu-ray um, with Katie, and I go, "Look, we'll know it's good quality if we can see his thing." I'm like, what do you mean? I go, "Just watch," and then the it happens. She goes, "Oh my God!" I'm like, "Okay, good. Okay, the picture's great." <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> uh, what does
1: Katie think?
0: Uh, well, Katie and I had had uh, seen it before okay. together. So her first time was seeing it maybe last year, okay. and it was on a streaming service, and the the picture wasn't as good, um, so that didn't. Okay. Oh, you mean of the movie? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> oh, she loves it. She she okay. watched it and went exactly like what you said, Jason. Was I don't know if I want to see it. It's you know it's a meme now. It's this. It's that. It's a catchphrase. It's this. And then she's watching. and She goes, oh oh, this is a slasher movie. Yeah. Because Katie loves a horror movie. She goes, this is a slasher movie. This is a horror film mm-hmm. with um, science fiction bookends. Like, if you could take that out and have it be about Sarah Connor uh, without the, the,
2: the robots, and you'd still be really engaged in the film.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: interesting. Like if it actually was the phone book killer, and that's what it was. It's just trying yeah. ah, yeah. to choose around the <laughs> page and I'll work my way through them.
0: And can we talk about Lance Hendrickson and Paul Winfield? They were great. Yeah. Playing the two cops because yeah. in so many of these movies, the cops are incompetent. Yeah. These these cops, they're doing their job. They are they are doing exactly what they should be doing, which makes the the whole menace of the Terminator even greater. Because no matter what because if they were incompetent cops, would be like, "Oh, the cops are incompetent." It's like, "No, no these these two guys they know what they're doing. They're they're doing everything they can to protect this person." They're yeah, they think launch... it's a
1: serial killer. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then that makes. Ter- I think that makes the Terminator yeah. even seem even more
1: dangerous. Yeah, they don't know what's coming. They don't yeah.
2: know. Yes, yeah. but they were just incompetent enough. The underlings. Just to frustrate me a couple of times though, right? Oh yes. Oh, you
0: need you need that. You need, you need that. that. But I wish I wish they I wish they had survived to have like just a a spin-off movie of their own. Right. Yes.
2: The, they could have been the men in black.
0: Yeah. That would have been amazing.
2: Yes, their fatal mistake was going, hey, you know, <laughs> before you shoot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Paul Winfield still had it, that thing
2: in his ear from Wrath of Khan. <laughs> but yeah, I because uh, yeah, I had to suspend my belief just that little bit there. I have, but you need that for the action movie to work. But could a cop get out of a car? Yeah. Could you just? What are you shining a light around in the parking garage for? Just driving <laughs> slowly up and down.
1: down I, don't the
2: road? I don't know. I don't
0: know. But yeah, you need that for the action movie to work. Yeah. And you need that, and it is kind of a really 80s thing. And since we're talking about like our memories of the film, Mm -hmm. I was watching the movie and something seemed really, really off when I was watching the movie. And it suddenly dawned on me when, um, I think we see the first Sarah Connor get killed, is I'm like, those aren't the right gun sound effects. Oh. There is a particular, there's a couple of gun sound effects from the 70s and 80s. They're like library sounds Mm. that were in everything. Absolutely everything. The best example I can give is the gunshot he uh, used—the gun that he, uh, the gunshot sound they used when killing the first Serikana. His gun with the laser sight is the same library sound as Dirty Harry's forty-four Magnum. Oh, (laughs) it's got a very distinct sound to it. And I'm watching it, and the guns sounded modern, like like modern sound effects stuff. And I found, I went on a deep dive. And a lot of movies that had a mono track and earlier sounding guns, uh, when they were remixed to 5.1, had like new modern guns. And a lot of these movies with these remixes actually have new sound effects put in. And I didn't know this. And yeah, the one that really stuck out to me was that specific gun sound effect. You'll also hear that gun sound effect in Tim Burton's Batman when he shoots, (laughs) uh, when uh, Jack Nicholson shoots um, Eckhart, the the cop. And it's a, if I played that sound effect for you, you'd be like, oh, I know that noise. And now it's just like disappearing from modern films oh, because wow. they're not putting the mono track in. They're hmm. putting this, or or whatever their original mix was, they're putting like, oh, we're going to do Dolby Atmos. <laughs> and the guns now sound like they're from modern action movies in a lot of these older films. And hey, if the original filmmaker wants to do that, go for it. But if it's like oh, I want to make this sound
2: cooler, and it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, don't dicky with it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, buy look, the,
2: I bought the gunshot sound.
1: Yeah. I don't <laughs> want modern originally. guns in like yes. Magnificent Seven or something.
0: <laughs> yes, right. That was one of the examples I saw. Oh. Do you know like the Sergio Leone, yeah. a uh, really high-pitched, almost sounds like a bullwhip, yeah. Gunshot that they do, yeah. Someone had like um, an, a mono mix of Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and um, like Tuco's horse gets shot in the original one. It's that really high, high end mm. one, and then um, the next one is just like kaboom. <laughs> what? Uh, Winchester wow. shouldn't go kaboom. <laughs> yeah. So that that was one thing that I just thought was odd about that specific. Blu ray that I watched. Right. So wow. that's another thing. It's like about, since we're talking about nostalgia, it's like, yeah, it's how we remember it versus what yeah. the modern version of it is now. Quite,
1: quite the ear you have to to, to notice the gunshot difference.
0: But it's like a song. I've heard it, yeah. I've seen the movie enough times, the movie becomes like a song. Yeah. To and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a note. they off. They, they, they got rid of McCartney's bass yeah. there.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah.
2: I'm just reacting to something that maybe we said funny Hey, it's uh (laughs) Thanks, thank you (laughs) It's drink time here on the old show And our producer was kind enough to hunt down an old classic called The Terminator
1: What? Amazing
2: From Planet Hollywood
1: Remember Planet Hollywood? they had one in Vancouver
2: They did have one in Vancouver Yeah, I I remember going
0: one time Me too And uh, they were, they had, uh Cap'n Crunch breaded uh, chicken strips uh-huh. for like $11 <laughs> in the 90s. Yes. I was, oh, God. I
1: remember I sitting next to Wesley Snipes' prison jumpsuit from... <laughs> Demolition Man. Oh,
0: that's a good movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: a fun movie. I like that one.
2: I first went to Planet Hollywood in Vegas. Oh. Oh. And sat next to the knife from The Shining that uh, <laughs> Shelley Duvall uh, nice. had or was wielded at or with.
1: <laughs> wielded wait, yeah. I think yes.
2: I just remember the picture. And we had the Captain Crunch uh, chicken tenders, which is the Bruce Willis recipe. Yes, that was right? the Bruce Willis
0: recipe.
2: Yeah, Bruce Willis's family recipe. And so when it opened up in Vancouver, my brother and I and my little niece, we went down there and stood in the line in a crowd outside of the Four Seasons waiting to see Stallone, Bruce Willis, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. who's in the Terminator. Wait a minute. <laughs> they were all there, and we got, you know, we're all balancing to see these... Three goofballs go by (laughs) to open the restaurant. And then when the restaurant opened, our friend Mike Roberts and I, we went down to like the opening week to have it. It was in December. It was cold, I remember. I think it was December, because I think it snowed that day. Anyway, and uh, (laughs) we order our food. And I said, I'm just going to go to the washroom. Do you remember the washroom at the Planet Hollywood in Vancouver? I do not. Please refresh my memory. Title. (laughs) (laughs) It had a washroom attendant which I had never come across before. So I go in there, and there's a well-dressed man standing by the sink who says, hello. And I said, ah, hi. And I went over to the urinal and begin to do my process. And he says, how are you doing today? And I said... Oh, dear. "Um, Fine, thanks. Good. What'd you order? I said, I... uh, I ordered the Captain Crunch chicken tenders. Mmm, very good, he said. Yeah, I've had them, had them, had them before. <laughs> and then I finished off my situation, and I went over, and I washed my hands, and he handed me a towel, and I said, oh, thanks very much. And I didn't tip because I wasn't prepared for any of this. Yeah. And I went back to the table, and I said to Mike, i you might have to use the washroom before we go. And he said, why? I said, you'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there, there used to be a washroom at a place. It was called the Don't Show the Elephant. Mm. Yeah, and um, it was in Yale Town. And when you close, it has a clear glass door on it. And you could see into the restaurant.
1: Who oh, no. knows? And if you
0: lock the door, it uh, cl- it closes a circuit. And there was like, I guess it was like uh, LCD, like liquid crystal display, and it fogs up the, the bathroom. <laughs> so people know if you forget. So if you forget to lock the bathroom door, <laughs> right. people can, well, they get insight into your process, <laughs> to use your terms. Wow. wow. Anyway, this has been Planet Hollywood memories. <laughs> 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 so now, is this this is this drink from Planet Hollywood?
2: You said this drink is from Planet Hollywood I, called the Terminator. I can't wait to try it. All right, I'm gonna pour it out here. I'll shake it up. I'll pour it out, and then I'll tell you what's in it. Okay, you vamp. All right. So what I found out about this
0: drink is that Harlan Ellison originally invented this drink. <laughs> he had something went.
1: very similar, yes. but not exactly yes. the same. Yes.
0: He calls it a demon with a glass
1: hand.
2: <laughs> the color is not unpleasant, similar to a mai tai, actually.
0: Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at the color. It's, it's. I'm not sure if it's like aesthetically, terminatory for me, because for no. me, Terminator is really has a lot of neon yeah. and wet streets, Tech noir. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like early Michael Mann with with well, robots. The <laughs> secret ingredient, Pabst Blue Ribbon.
1: Nice.
0: which I think could also be used in a, a blue velvet themed drink because it's it's name dropped oh. in that movie um, though I don't care to see it again
1: <laughs> I think I'm good good movie, I'm, I'm good <laughs> that's what I've heard about it, I haven't seen it so,
2: oh, I like it
1: David Lynch much, but, but... thank you well, oh. smells like beer it does smell like beer
2: <laughs> which Ian says is what makes it the Terminator <laughs> Oh. Well, that... It's
1: kind of fruity.
2: That is a that is a dandy drink. Um,
1: yeah.
2: It's far more tart than I was expecting. Mm, yes. Just like Linda Hamilton herself. <laughs> she was so good in that movie. <laughs> yeah. If you think about
0: it like she's like like the main character is this 19-year-old kid who works at a diner and then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, by the way, you're The Virgin Mary. (laughs) What? Your kids' initials are going to be JC. The director has a God complex and his initials are JC. That's right. It was John Cleese. Oh,
2: my goodness. Well done. Yes. Can you you taste the vodka in this? I I get a little hit of the vodka. Can you taste the gin in this? A little
1: bit. Oh.
0: Can you taste the white rum in this? (laughs) Now, is this, is this called the Terminator, or is this called
2: the Sad Eric? <laughs> is
0: this going to make me sad? Is it going to make me want to, like, listen to
2: Radiohead? It might, because we're only halfway there. <laughs> can you taste the Kahlua in this? I can taste vodka. I can taste
0: something um, tart. Is it the Grand Marnier that perhaps you're thinking <laughs> of? Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, I can taste the maybe the Grand Marnier. I got a hit of the beer off the top, and... Maybe something vodka-y, but I did not taste the gin.
2: Yeah. No, it's uh, it's three-quarters of an ounce of vodka, three-quarters of an ounce of gin, three-quarters of an ounce of white rum, three-quarters of an ounce of Kahlua, which is a coffee liqueur, which yes. you wouldn't necessarily think is going to work with yeah. everybody here. And three-quarters of an ounce of Grand Marnier to give you that orange blossom special. Mm. And then two ounces of sweet and sour mix, which has probably given us our tart. Yeah. And, uh, and then a float of beer on top. And <laughs> it's surprisingly... Tasty! It is delicious. Yeah. Because you're right. As a, if, it, if we were to call it a sad Eric, it is. It's like a what you snuck out of the liquor cabinet yeah. so that nobody could tell, right?
1: Yeah, just a little bit of this,
0: a little bit of that.
2: So what? What's the ounces on there? One and a half, one and a half, and uh, another little bit. So yes, I, you wouldn't want very many of them. It would be a no. deep drink. No. Yes, <laughs> but I might try out at home.
1: This. Some yeah. some. Uh, Captain Crunch chicken tenders or something. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, in retrospect, sounds delicious. Yeah. I, I remember liking them. Oh, they were And great. they were fine. They were just super overpriced. But, like, breading,
2: um, breading chicken with Captain Crunch, come
0: on. Yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. Hey, speaking of uh, stuff, uh, Jason, what have you got for us
2: food-wise? <laughs> well, there's a lot of beef in the movie. <laughs> there is. There's
0: a lot of beef.
2: But uh, the, the beef names weren't punny enough for us. Yeah. And so we've got a BLT here. Oh, It's... Bacon, lettuce, and I'll tomato? I'll <laughs> be <beetle back and laughs> lettuce and tomato sandwiches. Uh, Sorry, can I need uh, a to repeat that for
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll be back and lettuce and tomato sandwiches.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. That sounds yeah. like you're having a strike. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. It's, uh, yeah, that was, uh, uh, I think uh, I was the struggling. Terminator's kicked in already. I, <laughs> I should have had that morning food. Yeah, I'll be bacon, lettuce, and tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that seems to make a little more sense um,
0: because it is it is of course a um, <laughs> it is like the Terminator. Mm. It is a one substance surrounded in another substance, right? Because the Terminator is a, a cyborg, mm-hmm. a cybernetic organism. Um, so he's a, a an endoskeleton of metal covered in a living, uh, well, covered in meat. We're doing an inside-out Terminator where we've got the meat on the inside.
2: Right? That's that, sure. Does that work? That's, yeah, that's okay. even better than yeah. what I was... I'm still asleep now. I'm going to bacon lettuce and Terminator here. I think it's going to, yes, help soak up some of the Terminator. Yes.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, there's oh, plates. Oh, so sorry. I didn't no. see there's plates there. Here, here you go, oh, oh,
1: thank you. Everyone's handing me a plate.
0: And
2: uh, Thank you. It's funny, actually, just a note on I'll Be Back, which is a famous quote from this very same movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, not having seen it before, this is going to make it sound sort of strange. Remember how I was surprised by uh, some bad hat Harry in, 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 in Jaws. I was also surprised. I don't think we did it on the show, though. I was also surprised by how he said we're going to need a bigger boat. I imagined it as going to be like, we're going to need a bigger boat. Mm. Not a stumbling backwards, oh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Almost a throwaway line. Yeah. So for all these years, I've heard, I'll be back. And I always thought it was kind of a threat. One of those sort of, uh, I'll get you and your little dog too kind of things.
0: Well, in, I, I'll, I'll let you finish that and I'll tell you why. Another reason why you might think that.
2: Okay. But of course, he's, it's, it's actually one of the strangest scenes for me in the show. Because he comes up very politely and asks to see Sarah Connor, who's being held at the police station. And a sort of indifferent officer says, uh, no, you can't see her. She's being questioned right now. And he says, I'll be back with a bit of an accent, but he's not being very threatening. He sort of scans the room and then decides that the best way to handle this is to drive a car (laughs) through the lobby of the police department. He's punched a hole in a guy for a jacket the previous <laughs> night. I'm, I'm sure that this officer behind the single pane glass and wooden framework could have just been handled <laughs> the car.
0: But. Well, I mean, I think one of the things about catchphrases is we lose the context of what, around which the catchphrase is done. Because these were not meant to be catchphrases, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he just says, yeah, I'll be back. And then he, we see what happens when he's back, right He lays waste the entire police department but then in the Running Man, he's about to be sent into the running man course. if you, re, if you remember the Running man, um, <laughs> it's you know the game show where people get killed, basically. and he says that as a thread in that movie. He turns to Richard Dawson right and just like just <laughs> says it really like, I'll be back <laughs> ah. to which Richard Dawson replies, only in a rerun, which I love.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but that could also be it, too, because it was then used
2: in other movies that he's done as the threat. That's a good point. And, of course, I didn't see The Running Man because I was a pointless contrarian. And it was another Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie, so I didn't see The Running Man.
1: So that was tasty. Um, if we were going to make up a drink for Terminator, 1984... Uh, <laughs> 1984. 1984. 1984. <laughs> 1984. uh just to be clear um, what do we need what do we need something metallic <laughs> something beefy
2: <laughs> oh this is a tough one because I racked my brain over this as I was watching it this yeah. morning thinking what because what, of you know My first thought is to try to go with the aesthetics of it. I I couldn't think of anything. I mean, that's usually what I do, because we do have, like,
0: um, all the slick neon stuff. We do have all the gray post-apocalyptic stuff. And then we've got all the fire at the end. And, yeah, I was trying to to figure out what would be a good drink. I mean, salt is a metal. It's got sodium in it.
1: Really? Well, sodium's a metal, right? Is it? Yeah. I was really bad at chemistry.
0: (laughs) You know what? Now I'm questioning that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's a yeah. salty drink? Or okay. the well,
0: also, oh, rim is to, salted? Also, to be fair, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the the producers do have to make this drink. They have to drink and it. And I still feel guilty over the incredibly salty drink from Fast Times of Rhythm on <laughs> High.
2: So I'm reticent to oh. say let's put a big bit of beef... A big, beefy, <laughs> salty drink. That's right. It should be sweet. We should be saying, like, vanilla ice cream for his pale face when he had to wear that artificial mask.
0: And ice cream is in the film, in the diner. The kid puts oh, ice cream that's in his right. in in the, okay. pocket. Okay. And here, here. It looked
2: like it might even be pistachio if we want to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Green pistachio ice cream. Oh, wow. And, oh, wow. And, oh, and was- then something uh, fruity from Southern California. Before the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow.
1: orange blossom? What, what was that orange blossom liqueur in the Terminator? Grand Marnier? Grand Marnier. Oh. Yeah.
2: So now, do we get rid of the pistachio ice cream? Let's make it vanilla ice cream. Okay. Grand Marnier blended mm-hmm? and a salted rib.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or. Or.
2: Caramel ice oh. cream. Is that going to work with the Salted orange from caramel? the Grand
1: Marnier? Salted caramel.
2: Salted caramel ice cream with the Grand Marnier. So this is a blended. It'll ice be cream it'll be drain. a blended smoothie. It's healthy. It's good for it's you. Healthy. It's full <laughs> of dairy products. It'll build strong muscles like Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, no, I mean that sounds delicious. I, I, and totally not the direction I had thought of. Yeah, um, yes. but much better than than any direction I had thought. of. So
1: what, what are we gonna call it? <laughs> what was your name gonna be? Oh, I hadn't thought of the name of like this one because I was gonna.
0: Cause that was the other thing cause There's so many because I was I was gonna do like something so an intense drinking it Tech Noir. Yeah,
1: me too. Or something I thought like Tech Noir that. as well.
0: Um, well, we could still do that. But this Sarah's...
1: Would be <laughs> This feels more... Sarah's
0: something. Pugsley. The Pugsley.
1: <laughs> oh, the Pugsley. The Pugsley. Pugsley. Oh.
0: Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Everybody forgets the little the, the lizard <laughs> who, of course, escaped the planet Pandora. Uh, and <laughs> is, it is now written by uh, Sam Worthington uh, in the Avatar film. But the Pugsley, we could do... Oh, I guess we would need some green for that. Then for we Pugsley. go back
2: to the pistachio ice cream.
0: Yeah. But the vanilla <laughs> ice cream... Uh, gosh. Yeah. There's some maybe something positive about Terminator.
2: Chocolate mint ice cream. Sorry, ice cream. I mean,
0: you could always call it Storm's Coming In. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so, final thoughts on The Terminator. Yeah, 1984. Yeah,
1: 1984. Your, your first and final thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> You're never <now> allowed <laughs> to talk about it again.
2: <laughs> I, uh... Uh, My final thoughts are, again, just I I realized I made a huge mistake and I'm so happy I saw it and I enjoyed it so much. But I did also enjoy going back through it and fast forward to pick out some things that I thought were odd that I thought I would bring up just as a comment. First of all, the nightclub, Tech Noir, is probably the most realistic to my experience nightclub that I ever saw. It's lit weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't look tremendously fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And there's something about it that just—people says People are dancing not well. <laughs> and I thought this is exactly every nightclub I went to in the '90s yeah. when I was doing my brief timeout.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is so. I I feel like that sequence is so beautifully shot. I really do like that, and the arteries artery. Um, bar scene in Buckaroo Banzai. There's something about 1984 and neon lit bars that just really hit, hit me somewhere in the, uh, in the pleasure center of the brain. Right.
2: Yeah. And I thought it was funny, too, though, that if you were going to make a phone call that was important, I'm going like, to go to the nightclub. Is the music in the back? Is that where I'm going <laughs> to make an important phone call? <laughs> Hello? Well, I, mean, I think she did go to the first place she saw that was open. True enough. Yeah. True enough. Is there a phone here? Yep, four fifty. And so great, you know, the American money is always in balls. People pull out balls of money because it's always so worn and soft. And that place had a four dollar and fifty cent cover,
0: and she whipped out a five real fast. I've never seen someone know American money just from the feel. Just go boom, five. I'm like, wow, she's good.
2: It's all her tips. Yeah, she just shoved her tips in there. I also thought it was interesting that the police would stop somebody for stealing their pants (laughs) and and require a a lengthy chase to the alleys because he had black leotards on underneath his pants. That guy's a lucky lucky guy.
0: I'm glad that guy had leggings.
2: (laughs) Uh, I got a kick out of the incompetent police in the department store, shining a light up the escalator, but mm, he probably didn't go upstairs. (laughs) Why would a guy go upstairs if he's
1: running
0: from the police? I dug on that whole opening sequence because you see the Terminator do something, and then you see Kyle Reese do something, and it takes him three times as long, and it hurts. Yes. <laughs> just everything was so much harder for him. You just <laughs> you, you just sort of just want this guy to succeed at whatever the hell he's doing because if you've never seen the movie and you, you're not like steeped in it, you don't
2: know. No. And so uh, those were some of the things that I got a, a kick out of that I did want to say. And and for poor Pugsley, I thought he was going to play a bigger part in the movie, but no, he just knocked over some stuff for a yeah. little jump scare, and then... Yep. Uh, like Jonesy and Aliens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's not saving the day.
2: But what about you guys? Have I uh, have I jumped over uh, what you were no. going to say about the escalator? <laughs> I have so much to say about the escalator.
1: No, um, I like. I, I like that Kyle and Sarah have, like, an arc. a pretty good arc. They, you know, he's he's fallen in love with this woman from past time. <laughs> like, inconceivably. She's, she's, like, how... I don't know how what the dates are. It was 20...
0: Oh, oh it, it opens May 19th, 1984. Cause yeah. Because you but see the, that on her punch the future,
1: card. Yeah, oh, oh, the future. Oh, the
0: future. Okay. It's 20... 2029.
1: 29. So we haven't gotten there yet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, and Sarah going from like this timid waitress to to a you know, badass, not completely badass like she is in T Two where she's like, you know, in, an impossible person to look up to and, and emulate, but she's, you know, fighting for her life mm-hmm. and, and she does it well and yeah. A little what's, bit of luck and she's she's out of there. <laughs>
0: what's and what's really what I really, really like is at the end when the kid takes her picture, yeah. she's talking to the into the recorder about Kyle Yeah. so the picture that Kyle falls yeah. in love with is her thinking about him yeah. which is just that's Ugh. That's so good. Yeah. That is so good. Also, Dick Miller is in the movie. Oh, that's in one a, scene. I <laughs> love Dick Miller. the First thing I wrote down was Dick Miller. <laughs> I love Dick Miller. Oh, sorry, it was Dick Miller. <laughs> Dick Miller is a character actor who's been in a million things. Yeah. A lot of Joe Dante movies. He was in Roger Corman's um, Bucket of Blood as a character named Walter Paisley. And if you look on his IMDb, whenever he shows up in a movie, half the time they just call him Walter Paisley. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
2: he was the snowplow guy in Gremlins.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, he, yeah he was Murray okay. Fetterman. <laughs> oh, what was he in this movie? Gun
2: shop guy, Gunshop shop owner.
1: Oh, gunshop owner. Yeah. Okay. I still I can't put a face to
0: it. <laughs> I believe. am sorry. He, no, there's a documentary about him called okay. called like that guy. Yeah. So.
1: I know there's yeah. also the guy who played the homeless fellow who got his 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 pants stolen. <laughs> he's he's played a homeless fellow in like. Eight other movies. Oh, really? He's either like listed as hobo or homeless man or derelict, but he's it's his Johnny career. no pants. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's like you probably you know you can't you, I can't cut my hair. It's my job. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Samson, it's
2: the Samson of the
0: Hollywood streets. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Interesting too, I guess in a way. Before I'm sorry, Eric, I cut you off no before you, you 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 did this because you had some final thoughts <laughs> that you wanted to say, I, and we I, haven't even.
0: This is one of those movies I can. I, If this was a three-hour podcast,
2: I would still be able to talk about it. So I'm going to stop here. (laughs) No, not yet. we still got a couple (laughs) more minutes. Oh, okay. Just the fact that now, in the last couple of years, AI has become a thing that people are concerned about. And, of course, a a fact that we would rely on a computer to run everything and that we would trust it to do all this sort of stuff. It's actually kind of... uh, apropos. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only thing that made me laugh when he was explaining what had happened was that the the machines uh, took over, but they kept some of the humans alive to do work for them. I'm like, aren't you like a bulldozer and a <laughs> forklift? What do you want? Some <laughs> skinny post-apocalyptic <laughs> humans are going to take care of the bulldozer? Are-
1: Somebody's uh, got to like plug in shit and yeah, d- do the fine motor work. <laughs>
2: yeah, do the dusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Get into the little crevices yeah. and stuff. <laughs> But the, the other thought I had just before I left the house was, now this movie finally makes uh, Pixar's Cars make sense to me.
1: <laughs>
2: I get it now. Okay. They, the humans left the planet in the <laughs> ships after the thing. The rise of the machines. The John Connor thing kind of worked. They're friendlier machines but they don't need us around. To the point that I didn't even realize when I was watching Cards 3. I, <laughs> now there's a school bus <laughs> in a world devoid of human children.
0: Anyway. Wow. That, that if, I had se- if I had ever seen that, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, wow, that's an... Inc- I've never heard that before. That's amazing. Actually, that is amazing. That is an amazing fact. Um, final thoughts, Vicky. Vicki?
1: I did my Final Thoughts. Sorry, this was such a... This, is,
2: this was just such a ride. I, I forgot who was Final Thought. Was. This drink is great. We should, should do a Terminator every week.
1: And
0: folks, if you want to make yourself the storms coming in or a Terminator, uh, take a picture and send it our way along with any questions or et cetera to D sneakyd at
2: SneakyDragon.com. I've been and will always be Eric Fell. I too will unfortunately always be Jason Dedrick.
1: Me, I am stuck being Vicky Bang.
2: <laughs> Acknowledgement to the works of Harlan Ellison.
1: <laughs>